Hi guys. I have some fun on there. And welcome to the Totally Inappropriate Radio Show here on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. And if you guys didn't know, if you're tuning in for the very first time in your life, I am the living legend herself, Kimber motherfucking Haven, and I'm a big deal. So uh, you're welcome. So uh, who, who do I got to my right? The exasperated Lexus. Why are you exasperated? Big word, by the way. Every every time you do an that's intro. a big word for Mexican. Not only do you speak the language, you speak words like exasperated. Well, you, I'm impressed. You know what? Weren't you an Esau? You're kid? gonna have a really black eye for a white person. <laughs> really you, black eye. Weren't you an Esau kid? Like America as uh, like English as a uh, second language kid. I'm impressed. Fuck you. English was my first language, but yes, they what, put me in ES- what, ESL anyway. Yeah, what other fancy <laughs> English words do you know? I'm so proud of you, my little wet back. You've, uh, you've uh, acclimated well. If I have to tell you twice, there's going to be two black eyes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So, who you got over there? You got over there in the production booth, running shit. You have Raven Rocks. No big words. <laughs> Baby, nobody was expecting anything oh, any off. from you. Nobody was expecting any big words from the Raven booth. So how you doing, Ray Ray? I know words. <laughs> yes, you do. Barely. Like boobs, tits, big and dick. They go together. She thinks those words go together at all times. Whore. Whore. H is for whore. <laughs> so, Ray Ray, how you doing? I'm fine. Why are you? Yeah. You don't normally ask me, so why are you asking? <coughs> so, yeah, normally you don't give a fuck. I so, know. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing right after the show? Nothing. Nothing? I'm doing absolutely nothing. 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 That's, oh, okay, great, because I got some stuff you can do. Yeah, I, if, you some, get, if your um, night no. is free up. <laughs> I'm going to be busy doing nothing. Oh, really? <laughs> and who is Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying you're a whore. I'm just saying you're a whore. All right. So what, what's up, Plexus? Um, what did you do last night? I shot a movie. I did my job. That's what I did last night. I did my J-O-B. Mm-hmm. I was shooting porn because I'm a porn star. And that's what I did. So how come it's a job for you and not for her? Well, for her, it's, 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 not a, it's a side job. You know what I'm saying? It's you know still I mean? lucrative, is it not? It is still lucrative, yeah. Okay, but then. she is a whore. I mean, there's nothing. Oh, I'm, I mean, I can't, like, you can't say she is not a whore. Yes, that is the very meaning of a She is, she's a whore. Who taught me? 
don't know who the fuck taught you fuck your you. ways. I was a fucking good girl. <clears throat> Oh, Until I whatever. met you. No, you, you were, were not. You were getting. You were not. Yeah, you were getting buff fucked by tranny behind your wife's back. No. Yes. It wasn't a tranny. <laughs> you yeah, were always a whore. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Big black tranny, big old black dick. Okay. Pounding out at that time his ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Uh, we have huge news that we got to talk about, but before we go into it, I think that, uh, uh, Raven, cue us up some theme music to get us in the spirit. Oh, the production booth is going now. Midterms, y'all. Fuck, no, we're not. (laughs) Fuck you, Republican. Fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> Republicans, I hope you can see this middle finger from space, you cock-sucking motherfuckers. Okay, cut it off. We're at the threshold. I thought <laughs> I had it muted. <laughs> I figure out why I kept yeah. hearing it. <laughs> Lexus is on top of you. Cut the shit off. <laughs> After 30 seconds, we got to pay royalties. <laughs> Shut the fucking shit off. <laughs> so, yeah, the midterms. Um I, I think that they, uh, do you think they've gotten the message yet? We don't fucking like them. We don't like Republicans. We don't fucking like you, bro. Well, if, if you watch the news, the news has caught on to it. Now, whether Republicans have or not, who knows? Well, I want to make a special announcement, uh, a heartfelt um, thank you. I want to thank black people for protecting our democracy and fighting for a country that has never fought for them. Yep. Because I guarantee all you white people out there, all of you white people take some fucking notice. You have a democracy today because of black people. It was the black voters that did this. And if you don't think it was, you're fucking insane. It was the black vote that saved our democracy. So you kiss that fucking black ass. Because the black people which have been treated like shit by this country. Since the beginning, fucking stood up and fucking fought for it and fucking saved it. So all you white Democrats that are glad and thankful you have a democracy today, say thank you, black people. Let me guess what you're going to do to be thankful to black people. <laughs> I'm just stating. Oh, no, I, I, that was a given. <laughs> I'm just saying an absolute fact. It is fucking fact that the black vote won the day. We could not have ever maintained this fucking fragile fucking democracy. Show me your sources for that. Without black people. Show, me, show me your sources for that fact. Every <laughs> fucking runoff election that was closed was decided upon by black voters. Black urban areas. The black vote carried the fucking day. They, they did the same fucking <laughs> not thing. Not Georgia. They did the same fucking thing. I... I cannot believe it's Biden. so I fucking know. close and it's going to a runoff. Jesus. And, and Warnock is the greatest was, black candidate that's ever run for office. I was about to say, between an intelligent man yeah. and a functioning retard. You're talking about a guy with two master's degree, a doctorate, who fucking runs and was passed down Martin Luther Jr. King's uh, fucking congregation. Warnock is a bad motherfucker. He is one of the greatest fucking candidates black people have ever had. And he has to compete against a fucking punch-struck, washed-up, losing football guy who's fucking virtually retarded 
that fucking has an abortion a week. It's not nice to say retarded. Oh, oh yeah, because I give a shit. I, I care about that stuff. So yeah, I, I saw something somewhere where they said the good thing about this runoff is uh, he'll have a chance to have like thirty more kids. <laughs> so this leads me into something I'm really excited about. Uh, I'm so excited about. Speaking of that, I'm sorry okay. with all the kids. You know, um, fuck, I just forgot his name. Uh, the host for the Mass Singer, Nick Nick Cannon. <clears throat> He's gotten two more females pregnant. Of course. He's he's the Herschel Walker of Hollywood. He just spreads his seed. That is unacceptable and black. Yeah, Mickey D's is horrible. <laughs> so, uh, it leads me into something I'm so fucking happy about, so excited about. I want to talk to you girls about. been wanting to talk to you girls about this all week because I'm just so happy, so excited. What dick did you find? No, I'm talking about... Something else has come out as far as a punch right to the fucking face of the Republicans that's even worse than the fucking midterms. And that is the glorious fall of Republican billionaires. Let's, let's count them off, people. Kanye, toast. Elon Musk, you fucking burnt bitch. Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> you down. You going down. Fucking three of the fucking Republican billionaire messiahs have all been taken to their motherfucking cocksucking knees in the last few weeks. Elon Musk is down. Fucking Mark Zuckerberg is way fucking down. And Kanye is burnt to the fucking ground. They have fucking lost their messiah billionaires that fund their stupid, racist, bigoted shit. Because guess what? Your bros aren't going to be billionaires for very much longer. They've lost almost everything. Now, what's going on with Zuckerberg? Because I didn't hear Zuckerberg about Zuckerberg invested everything. He changed his company's name to Meta. He invested everything in the Metaverse, and it's a fucking joke, and he has lost oh, $700 billion. You're, you're talking about the Metaverse yes. where people look like no-legged... Um, yeah, we characters. We yeah. characters, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and he's lost $700 billion. Oh, no, he, no. They have legs now. That's the big thing. Yeah, yeah, they have legs. Because of their stupidity, the Republican right-wing bigoted stupidity, Kanye, Elon, and Mark Zuckerberg are now not even in the same fucking atmospheric league as fucking Jeff Bezos. All the Republican billionaires are falling. Now we need to fucking take Rupert Murdoch down. That motherfucker needs to go down. But... Luckily, he'll just fucking die because he's like 90 because he's a piece <laughs> of shit. Do you know who Rupert Murdoch is, yeah. Raven? I know the name and he, I know he's filthy He runs rich. Fox. He's yeah. the guy who yep. does what Fox does. He's the guy who says, I want you to do this. Rupert Murdoch is the reason for Fox and the Washington Post. And he's a piece of shit. And they have all fucking turned on fat boy. All turned on Fat Boy. All the Republicans that were kissing his ass had they were fucking fisting Trump, fucking elbow deep. Now they're fucking turning on him, calling him a loser and toxic and poisonous to the party. Oh, and him and DeSantis, DeSanctimonious, 
are fucking going at each other. It's, yes, they oh, are. Oh, God, it's so <laughs> orgasmic. We are watching the Republicans tear each other apart as they scatter around, as they're fucking defeated and driven into the shadows. Now they're turning on each other for blame. Hey, Good. Fucking eat each other, you fucking cannibalistic lucky, fucks. If we're lucky and they don't, they don't, Trump doesn't somehow pull out of his ass the nomination for you know, president in 2024, maybe, maybe that will divide, divide, divide their vote and we won't have to work so hard. I'm going to give you a Kimber prediction and I'm going, and I'm always fucking right. You know this. I'm going to tell you exactly how the Trump presidential campaign is going to go down, bro. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm it, going to isn't, see the future. Isn't he supposed to be doing some big announcement like yep. tomorrow or something? I'm going to tell you the future. I'm going to tell you what we are inevitably moving very quickly towards. Here's what's going to happen. Trump is going to run for president. Ron DeSanctimonious is going to run for president for the Republican ticket. Get this. The Republicans have already sided with Ron DeSanctimonious and they have uh, left Trump to the cold. So here's what's going to happen. De Sanctimonious is going to get the nomination, the primary nomination, and Trump won't. Trump will lose his ever-loving shit and immediately break free mm-hmm. and form the MAGA party. I I thought of that. I saw a news article this it, morning. Yeah, if he does not thing. get the Republican nomination, he will form the MAGA party. Mm-hmm. If he does that, it's going to yank votes. There will be no more Republican party that means half of what the republicans have left which they haven't won a majority vote Mm-mm. in almost 40 years they're going to lose half of what they I currently wonder have because <laughs> nobody fucking likes them you would think that if you hadn't won the popular vote in 40 years then you would go you know what i don't think people like us <laughs> yeah but that's not how their brains work people love us but that we're the greatest that is the best, the best ever. That is the Kimber prediction. Um, it, it's uh, is Trump is going to run the nomination. He's going to lose the nomination to DeSantis. He's going to flip the fuck out, break immediately off the Republican Party. He says, I totally this is my too. party. And he's going to form a MAGA party. He's going to pull at least half the Republican uh, supporters well, to his new MAGA party. I was also watching the news the other night, and they were talking about, similar to this, how if Trump doesn't get the nomination, that what he's going to do is try to take the party down and burn it to the ground because it's not his anymore, so he just doesn't give a shit. And he he will go from trying to run the country to just trying to get his jabs in because he's isn't a, that what he was doing before he's, he's when he did petulant, run the country petulant little isn't boy. that what he did when he did run the country the thing is i hope he does burn it to the fucking ground he's already threatening to put out dirt on d uh, uh d sanctimonious if he has the guts to run against him so i can't he wait says for this he's to got go dirt on everybody though i know but he probably does i mean you look at the slime balls this mafia don fucking hangs out with now, I did see this right before coming over here today. Did you see Trump's newest lawyer has been sanctioned and fined like 66 grand? 
and they're referring her to the state bar to possibly yank. I mean, good. Her they, license. they are a yank Giuliani's. <laughs> I mean, you know, there was a time. There was a time actually right before the midterms. I think the midterms hit me pretty fucking hard with everything we are being fed uh, on the news. It sounded like democracy was over. Yeah. I mean, it sounded like we had lost the fight and we were done. They were saying that people would forget about the abortion. Um, oh, uh, speaking of that, thank Mm -hmm. you. You know, at the beginning of uh, the show, I think the black voters, but you know what? I'm wrong. Thank you for bringing that up, Lexus. Women turned out like never fucking yep. before. Mm-hmm. It was a combination of black voters and women voters that won this fucking country back. Yep. Did you see where that Fox News host said that liberal, young liberal women are like that because they're not married? Yeah. What they need to do is get married and get a man, and then they'll become conservative. You know, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Independent I, thought women don't vote Jesus, for bitch. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I really think Kentucky would not pass, you know, or would, I didn't would think pass it. Would it. Either. I, I thought that Kentucky would totally pass it, and we would be fucked. What, the abortion ban? Yeah. And Kentucky... Stood his ground. And I I am fucking ecstatic that fucking uh, John Fetterman beat Mehmet Oz. Oh, my God. Me, too. I and mean, you know what caused it? The, the last? Yeah, it had to be the, the nail Oprah, in the coffin. Yep. The fucking Oprah. Yep. Oprah, yes. the, yeah. one of the biggest, baddest bitches in the world, says, this guy's a piece of shit. And I'm the one who put him on the fucking air and was a mistake. And everybody's like, oh, shit yep he's got oprah coming out and of course <laughs> nobody's heard from oprah in like 10 fucking years of course all the republicans are like she's a backstabber <sighs> can you believe that she she created him and then she fucking turned well maybe because he's a piece of shit <clears throat> she realized who he was <clears throat> you know what i love about oprah i'll tell you what i love about oprah because oprah is an old school big dick swinging baller Oprah is goddamn powerful. Yep. But unlike Kanye, she doesn't go around, I'm a billionaire, I'm a billionaire, I'm, a, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. She could fucking buy Kanye. Yeah. Oprah is a fucking force. She has so much fucking power and money in the industry. And when Oprah comes out of her fucking semi-retirement where she's been and says you're a piece of shit, you burnt boy. Yep. Hold on. You know what Oprah's net worth is? What? $2.7 billion. Yeah. I told you. She could fucking... And Kanye can't even qualify. He's lost half of his money. He's not even a billionaire anymore. Fucking Oprah could buy his ass, but you don't hear Oprah running around telling everybody that'll listen to her that she's a motherfucking billionaire because everybody knows. She doesn't have to brag. What drives me crazy is that he says he's a fucking genius. Bitch, please. (laughs) <laughs> and Black hears me coughing, obviously, because he's like, I want to smoke with Gimber. And it's good shit. That's why it's making me cough. <laughs> <clears throat> so, oh, my God. All right. So what do you girls think about the... Kanye ain't even worth half as much as Oprah. Well, now he's not. <laughs> well, he, he wasn't well, before. Either. I don't know when this Wikipedia was written, but he's worth... 
according to Wikipedia, 1.3 million, anymore. which ain't even half of yeah. what Oprah has. Not anymore. <clears throat> now he doesn't even qualify as a billionaire. So what are your girls' thoughts on the fact that the literal trio of fucking right-wing crazy billionaires, Kanye, Elon, and Mark Zuckerberg, got taken fucking down within the span of one month. Three billionaires off, boom. In one month. I think it's great. Um, but we do have to move and, on. And they all fucking did it to themselves. I know. It was all self-destruction. I know. These motherfuckers burnt themselves to the ground. We got to move on. Okay, where are we going to move on to? I have a quiz that I came up with. I was hoping that there'd be more people in the chat room, younger people. <coughs> younger people. Yeah. like uh, I, Our audience is old as fuck. We've got the audience of Fox News. So I have a Gen X quiz. I want to see how many people can get this. All right. Well, I'm going to let you direct this to Raven. And if Raven doesn't get it right, then I'll chime in. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start from the bottom up. All right, Raven. Come on. You can do this. You're started, old as fuck. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Flex your old muscles. I love that. Song. Prove how old you are. <laughs> what was the first ever video played on MTV? Video killed the radio star. Okay. Very good. All right. See, Raven's old as fuck. She know her old shit. <clears throat> All right. What song did Madonna sing in a wedding dress? Oh, fuck. Um, I'll time in if you don't get material it. Material Girl? Nope. nope. I don't know. It's like a virgin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Come on. Well, that's where See, all, that's her videos, all her videos have started to run together. It's not fair for me to play. I'm the fucking now, quiz master. I don't, think, I don't think Kimber will know this one. I think you will. Why? Does it have something to do with cleaning or cooking? No. Or? Functioning oh, as a you. human in society. Fuck you. <laughs> what does ASL stand for? Age, sex, location. <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. I know you wouldn't. What's that from? That is That's from an old, back like, in the yeah, day. Yeah, like Yahoo Messenger yeah, and Yahoo shit. Messenger. People were hooking up back in the day? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know about hookups. I was married, so <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Well, I was it too, was but I knew what ASL was. Uh, yeah, yeah because of for, how your no, marriage for, was. For chat room. It was just for the chat room. Oh. So, what did, what was required of you before you returned a video to oh, Blockbuster? Come oh, come on. Come on. There was a big sticker. Yeah, be kind. Re- that be kind. Rewind. You, you, okay. uh, our our fucking generation was so dumb, was so fucking dumb, that we didn't want to spend too much time rewinding, but we had to because he'd get fined. So we bought fucking rewinder. <laughs> I was rewinder. About to say yeah. it wasn't. They weren't invented to be the rewinders. <laughs> they were invented. Because I've actually seen stuff on this. They they invented the rewinder because they said that caused a lot of wear on the motors and shit in the VCR. And back yeah. then, a VCR was like 600 bucks. Yeah. So people bought $30 rewinders but to take the you, load you off. You could rewind your three movies you rented in like two minutes. It's like... And so you didn't want to like put it in your actual VCR. Yeah. Nobody really cared if the motors ran out, but we didn't want to wait 10 minutes for exactly. it to fucking rewind. So we had these fucking little machines that put in. Everybody had a rewinder and they were like toasters for yeah. your fucking VCR. They tape. were cheap. You could get like <laughs> yeah. one for like eight bucks. Where did Jim Carrey get a start? In living color. Okay. What's another name? Well, 
He was also. I disagree. In, he I disagree. Also, I'm, I'm, nope. I'm, I can't remember the movie, but I know. That is wrong, Lexus. Your information is wrong, and the trivia master got you here. That's where he got big. Yes, where he got big. But he okay. was in a movie before. Yes, I just um, can't remember the Love at First Bite. Yeah, Love at First yes. Bite. Love at First yes. Bite was his first role, which was predating in Living Color. Yep. So his first right. big break You're was right. First uh, Bitten. That's what it was called. What's First Bitten. What's another name for Gen Xer? Old? Yeah. No. Old fart? What were we called as kids? Son of a bitch. Satan. <laughs> Get over here, you son of a bitch. Latchkey kids, damn it. We didn't have locks on our doors, so we didn't even have latch. See, you're up in the podo. Oh, I grew up in LA. We had, <laughs> yeah. we had, we had. <laughs> well, we had security systems, so. Oh, shut I up. mean, we would, <laughs> we would literally be in our living room watching TV, and there was the side door that came into the house through the kitchen, and we would just hear, hey, what's up? And my dad would get up, and people would just walk in our house. Hey, Carrie. Okay, so what, why did Millie Vanilla need to return their Grammy? Uh-huh. <laughs> because it weren't Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Well, I mean, that was a huge, that's like asking people of our age about the OJ thing. That was everywhere. That Girl, was the you know biggest, it's fake. That was the Will Smith slap of our day. It was everywhere. Oh, it was huge. You should know this. Okay. What shoe brand did Run DMC make popular? Oh, it's Adidas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the reasons I love Adidas. I grew up watching Run <clears throat> DMC videos. And you, I wonder if Adidas <laughs> fucking... Uh, I wonder if they've ever done anything really special for Run DMC. They should. What will Mikey eat? <clears throat> and the for same. bonus, go ahead. I got so much shit for this as a kid because my boy name was Mike. So I always heard, <clears throat> give it to Mikey. Mikey eats anything. And just so happens to be. I actually love life cereal. Okay, that was the uh, of course you would. I mean, the worst cereals you can be saddled with as a kid are life. No, it's not. And kicks. Kicks was horrible. Oh my life, god! No, you, I love life. If you go over someone's house I and you sleep over, kicks. and you get kicks or life, you're I like, "Fuck you, dude! Kicks. Where's your cookie crunch? Where, fuck you with this fucking fucking life cereal kicks bullshit. <laughs> it's like having tab in your fridge. It's like fuck you." What did Stacy's mom have? <clears throat> she had it going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, what's Jenny's number? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Isn't that sad? I asked two people last night who were far younger than me what Jenny's number were. They did not fucking know. <laughs> Well, you know, it's sad that everybody from our generation has that goddamn well, number memorized. That, that song got so big that they had to restrict that number from tons of <clears throat> like phone books because people were just calling that number. <laughs> Life cereal was nasty. So was Wheaties. Yes and yes. Oh, I didn't like Wheaties, but I love Life cereal. Those were old people cereals. I liked Kicks. I thought Kicks was great. Kicks was not for kids. Tricks was for kids. Kicks was for old fucks that like bland. You know how we've gotten to that age? We can't handle flavor. We've got <laughs> well, to have everything bland. We Every, got. We like spicy. We got kicks. Well, not too spicy, or we have the problems we had the other day. We got kicks because my parents had Wick, 
and it was one of the few cereals that you were allowed to buy back then on WIC. My parents wow. did not have WIC. <laughs> My wow. parents would not get WIC. Yeah, Mexicans would well, never fucking do that shit. We didn't while well, my parents were married, but when my parents first got divorced and I was living with my mom and she was struggling on one income, we did have to do that for a little while. I just, you know, you're such poor white trash, <clears throat> such <laughs> Joe Dirt, that it just boggles my mind that your family is exactly what I imagine poor white trash to be like, but you're so not MAGA. So how did you go? Well, obviously you're trannies. So you're not going to be MAGA, but you are way, way outside of your fucking white trash well, family's ideals. What happened is I graduated from high school. So what happened was. <laughs> yeah. And I knew because I'm from the upstate New York part where they're all basically like eastern Kentucky hillbillies, <laughs> West Virginia hillbillies. <laughs> Just with a different accent. Yeah, fuck you. You're on Wick. You. So I knew. Joe Dirt, motherfucker. I knew if I didn't get my ass out of there, I was going to end up being stuck there. Ugh. So I fucking left. Good for you. And I haven't. Well, I've been back to visit a few <clears throat> times, but I've never lived there since I was 19. So, so, Lexus, what's that long bread that you used to like that's really hard called? Baguette. Baguette. Okay. Now, I made a discovery. You just ate one the other day. I don't know what that fancy I shit is I gave called. you a baguette with your soup. Okay. I have discovered, though, and, and black people probably figured this out long before I did, but white people love baguettes and oranges. <laughs> you like oranges. I'll tell you why I know this. I can prove this as a fact. Literally every television show or movie you ever watch... If they go grocery shopping, they will return home with a brown paper bag. There's always white people. And it's always one bag. And this is if they get it to the house. If they don't, they will drop it and the oranges will come out and they will put them back in the brown paper bag. But all white people, when they go to the grocery store, have a piece of baguette sticking out of the top and a bag of oranges at the top. Speaking. Every white person gets that at grocery stores. Speaking of that, I found out that I do something black. Never knew it, but I found out I did something black, according to the show I was watching. I put my bread in the refrigerator, and doesn't, I was told that, that was make a, it moist. That was a black thing. Doesn't that make it all moist and soggy? No, no. Oh. It just keeps longer. That's why I did how, it. How I is mean, that a black person thing? I don't know, but I was watching the show, and they were talking about things that were predominantly black. And it's funny because about half of them I did. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I don't know the domestic part of black people that that, that part of their culture. We've got but, Rodney and M. Black in there. Let's see if they'll <clears throat> chime in about putting bread in the fridge. I mean, we used to do it too because it kept longer. But honestly, bread didn't last that long in my house. So we have to we have to do another death announcement. <clears throat> Yeah. Because we do death announcements on our show to let our listeners know that certain people have passed away. So. Not that they'll know who it yeah, is, but. Gallagher uh, just died at 76 years old. Yes. Uh, I want to personally uh, send my condolences out to his fan, wherever you may be. His fan? Yes. <laughs> hey, hey. He's such an asshole. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa he whoa, was whoa, whoa, whoa. huge in whoa, the 80s. Whoa, back up, bitches. 
Gallagher was a comedian, he would have appreciated that joke. <laughs> it was in his honor. That was a joke in Gallagher's Gallagher honor. Gallagher okay. was literally the first comedian to ever I, get his I own HBO for. special. Uh, fuck you, Raven. All he was known for was busting watermelons. Yeah, That's literally say, all he... I was going to say, did he actually tell jokes or did he just do that? Because yeah. I've never watched him. Okay, he does. So My dad check this loved out. him. Lexus sends me the headline to let me know. And the headline on the news literally says, Gallagher, comedian known for smashing watermelons... Dies at 76. He, that's all he's known for. He smashed everything, though. Yeah, the watermelon was known just for. the big one. He is only known for a one-trick pony. He smashes watermelons. Nobody ever took him seriously as a comedian because they're like, oh, that's a watermelon. Like, yeah. I'm forgetting his name, but the 80s comedian that just fucking constantly yelled at people. That's all he was known for. Okay, I'll tell you why Gallagher sucks ass. And I, he's dead, and I, I hate to shit on a guy's grave. But he was the worst type of comic there is. The worst kind of comic is the prop comic. I fucking want to prop punch a prop comic in the face. Carrot tap, punch in the face. (laughs) Gallagher, you come out with your goofy little fucking prop trunk. And all your jokes on stupid, childish shit you built in your backyard... I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing, you know, him at like doing comic shows and all the people in the front row would have those, uh, those ponchos, those ponchos. And I'm just like, (laughs) uh, and Rodney brings up, I'm going to pay money for somebody to throw food all over me. Exactly. (laughs) Rodney brings up Andrew Dice Clay. Now, I will say that I absolutely never found his comedy routines in any way remotely funny. There was nothing funny about that man. However, however, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane was a great movie. Loved it. Yeah. And he just did a role in Tommy as a mob boss, and he fucking was amazing. You wouldn't even know it was fucking Andrew Dice Clay. So he's got acting chops. You get that fast. And I enjoyed his movie, even though it bombed, even though Adventures of Ford Fairlane bombed. I loved it. But as far as his comedy routine, I've watched his comedy and it's just, it's horrible. You know, I just it, don't it find was it funny. toxic masculinity yeah. turned yeah. up to 11. It was like almost Republican comedy. I liked the movie <laughs> where he falls in love with that girl. Oh, Casual Sex. Yeah, that one. That, that I forgot was, all about that. I he was great that in that. He was lovable as fuck in that. I, I actually enjoyed that movie. You know, I would be interested though, because his comedy was so raunchy and so chauvinistic i'd love to know how he actually is oh he's a private. very he's a very sweet man very soft-spoken he's jewish <laughs> um he created like gilbert Gottfried. that's not his real voice i don't so, know if you knew so that he's was fucking the economy gilbert Gottfried spoke normally but that was yeah. his character but andrew dice clay did what dolomite does does what i do on camera whatever created a character that people peewee herman Paul Rubens, create a character. That was simply a character. He was making fun of the toxic male Jersey guy, even though he was a Jewish guy. And he created this fake character, and everyone thought it was real. So he had people walking off stage, like on Arsenio Hall, because he was a toxic... <laughs> but he's like, it's just a fucking act. You should see what's going on Thor doesn't chat. really... Chris Hemsworth doesn't throw lightning. Trey, Trey has actually shown how young he is. M. Black said, uh, oh, where is it? I used to confuse Carrot Top with Yahoo Serious. Oh, Jesus. 
And That's Trey another was, one. Trey was like, oh boy, I don't even think Trey knows who Yahoo Sirius is. Okay, so you just brought up- Young your, Einstein. You just brought up your cam show. I wanted to discuss that with people in the chat room. Uh, don't discuss it too much. What? What's what, what that? I was just going to say. People in the chat room who listen to the show should not chime in on your chat room because they give things away. Okay. Yeah, I see where you're going. All right. I see where you're going. You have me worried there for a minute. No. But uh, what Lexus is saying is a lot of listeners from a radio show will jump on my cam show. And when I'm trying to seduce men, they will ask me fucking questions like, how's your wife? <laughs> you're messing with my money, man. You're messing with my money. I'm not going to be happy. I appreciate you asking about Lexus. I appreciate you wanting to know what's going on in my life, wanting to know what's going on with my wife, and you are more than welcome to hit me up in private and ask, hey, how's well, your wife? the way she's but, talking, <laughs> is it your wife or your pimpstress? But do not <laughs> go on my fucking cam show when I'm trying to play to men and make them horny and bring up my fucking wife. Because inevitably... As soon as that happens, I get a bunch because I cam to anywhere from three uh, to seven hundred people per cam show. So I get after that, I get a flood of questions. You have a wife? You're married? <laughs> I don't need that shit when I'm camming, peeps. Our pockets don't need that. Jesus, <laughs> fucking cock blocking motherfuckers. Jesus. Oh, you know, the other day I was thinking, why the fuck didn't we know that the world was this bad? I mean, we've played GTA. I mean, seriously, if, if you want to see how many fucking cock-sucking piece of shit assholes exist in this fucking world, just log on to GTA yeah. for five fucking minutes and you will be done with the fucking world. It is the most toxic fucking game I've ever seen in my <laughs> fucking life. Log on for five minutes and die 20 times. Yeah, it's the most fucking toxic, nasty fucking game I've ever seen. It's and I it's really want to play it. Nothing like Ready Player One. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> Everybody is out to fuck you over, and they get off on fucking up your day. They want to fuck up your day so much you'll rage quit the game. There is nothing but cocksucking motherfuckers on GTA Five. Nobody on GTA Five is nice. There are servers now where people will actually play the police, and they'll come and get you and put you in jail. I mean, there is, you know, we play that as a family. We try to have fun. Yeah. And it's just the most toxic game environment I have ever fucking seen. When you first played it years ago, and I was like, what are you doing? And you're telling me I'm playing this game. I'm like, I like this game. It made me run out and get a console to play that game. Then we all played it, and then we gave up on that game because we couldn't handle the toxic environment of that fucking See, game. if you play on a computer, you can actually pick which um lobbies you go into but when you play on a console you don't really have that and option. the thing about gta is you can't do the main quest lines like you can't do the missions unless you're in a public server i just wish that it was as easy to get away from the popo in real life as it was in freaking gta <laughs> well it oh, is I'd for white people all kinds of shit it is for white people that's the sense true if you want to get away from the popo as a white person just pull over They'll, they'll come up to your car. They'll see your wife. They'll let you go. It'll cost you five minutes out of your day. <laughs> Fuck. Don't look at me like that, Beaner. You know it's true. Beaner, I've, you know it's I've true. I've seen a lot of... Ooh, 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 cops don't like you. Is this... 
I can't remember his first name. His last name is Rashad. He's on the Young Turks. He's the lawyer. Evans? <laughs> oh, it's not Evans then. He's Sorry, the, my fighter's coming out. He's the black lawyer, and he's always talking about fucking people getting yanked out of their cars, people getting... This place, or, or a lot of states, are not a, uh, what do they call it, stop an ID or whatever they call it. And a lot, of these, and frisk. a lot of these cops think it is their right to just require your ID, even if you've done nothing wrong. And he, he calls them out on the show on the Young Turks. Uh, you know, I watch the Young Turks sometimes, but, you know, Anna Kasparian, she's hot. But, you know, every once in a while, they just come off so soapboxy and preachy. Yeah. I and agree. I sometimes they annoy me. Because they get so too pompous. They they come close to the line of Bill Maher. And anything that even gets close to Bill Maher can fucking die. And, you know, Bill Maher is a piece of shit. He is the worst leftist out there. We need to get rid of him. He's making us all look like fucking assholes. <laughs> get rid of fucking Bill Maher. Does anybody like that motherfucker? How the fuck does he make a I living? Don't. It's like the kardashians who the fuck likes bill maher the kardashians have like 15 fucking seasons i don't even know how i know but bill maher is still on the fucking air people watch him who the fuck tunes in to be entertained by bill fucking maher i am a huge fan <laughs> yeah really <laughs> he don't like you either he's the most pompous white fuck he on tv he don't like me <laughs> Oh, I'm so See, sad. See, the Republicans aren't pompous because they don't stand for anything. But he is always, he, he. it's like they need to put his host chair on a soapbox. You know, <laughs> just make it clear that when you come on Bill Maher's show, he's going to interrupt you, belittle you, tell you you're stupid, and say that he's got all the answers and he's right, you're wrong. That's what Bill Maher does. Yeah, but doesn't he have a group of people who actually research this stuff? So he doesn't actually know he's got researchers. Does Bill Maher still date Superhead? I don't know who Superhead is, but I can guarantee considering who <laughs> Bill Maher is, he has never had Superhead. Ain't no decent girl's going to suck his dick. Now I'm interested to know who Superhead is. Yeah, who the fuck is Superhead? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a, that's a name to live up to. You got to live up to that fucking name. That's like being named Huge Dick. That should be your name. Use dick? No, Superhead. I could qualify for both. No, mm. I don't mean blowjob. It doesn't say he's he has a partner. Man, I hate that prick. So. Okay, hold on. Because okay. I have to leave soon. Okay, go for it. But I wanted to say that I got the hats in, guys. So if you want a hat... Go ahead and order it right oh, now. Oh, good. Because I oh, had somebody hit me up today and say said as soon as you were offering it, they were going to order yeah, one. Yeah, I've got hats in. I don't have a. I have a picture of the hat itself, but I don't have one made yet. I will make make one tomorrow. <laughs> that means me and Raven be modeling it. Yeah, she she wanted to model one. I said, great. I have to do a Team Lexus one, so you can model that one. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I've that. got the hats in. Go to a badgirlmafia.com. And you could send me a message there because I don't check my Twitter. So please don't send me a message on Twitter. <laughs> Dot com. Dot com. Okay. Rodney says, and I'm guessing this is Bill Maher's girlfriend. 
Latrine Stevens. Who the fuck names their kid Latrine? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Are you fucking... That, that's got to be a mistype. There that, can't be a real girl named Latrine. Let me check. I've got that to has check. to be a misspelling. I hope so. <laughs> that can't possibly be real. Because if Bill Maher is dating Latrine... I'm for it because that sounds perfect. He needs to date somebody called Crapper or okay. Latrine. There's a Lorraine Stevens. Superhead, yeah, <laughs> says there was a rap video dancer. She blew like 20 rappers and wrote a book about it. And he said, Kar- That's who Bill Maher's dating? Katrina Stevens? Katrina Stevens? There's a Katrina Stevens. Well, M. Black spelled it K-A-R-R-I-N-E. Kareen. And Black is saying that this sucking um, bitch is fucking sucking Bill Maher's dick. Come on, who the fuck would want to do that? She's got to be getting paid. Why would she be sucking rappers' dicks and then go to a tiny little white dick? Yeah, and a white, the most cracker person ever. The fucking most preachy cracker, pompous, stuck up. All right, Carrie Steffens. uh, No, she's married to Darius McCary. What is up with these fucked up names? Darius McCary. But Latrine, Jesus, that would be funny. I did know, I did have a patient once in my life. Her name was Afrika. Afrika. So, Alex Jones and Tally is in. The total amount of lawsuit damages he is liable for with all the suits combined. Ready for it? Drum roll. Do you have a drum roll? I don't know. In the production booth? See? The, I don't what, think what, so. What the fuck are you doing in that the mm-hmm. fucking production? You oh. got one up there. Oh, shit. I'm like knocking things over. <laughs> she, she's... Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that was a rim, yeah. rim shot. <laughs> that was a rim shot. Jesus Christ. Get the production together. Anyway, uh, the tally combined is <clears throat> he owes one point four billion dollars who is this alex jones during the frogs game okay yeah 1.4 billion dollars now i want to discuss this with you because i find this hilarious i want to ask you girls a question what do you think of i mean as far as physically uh when it comes to a maga person maga man what do you think when you hear Maggie? The very first thing that comes into my mind mm-hmm. is big ass belly. Big ass mm-hmm. belly. Okay. Lexus, what do you think of as far as dick when you think of Maga Man? Small. Raven? Tiny. So these angry Maga people like Alex Jones. No wonder why they're angry. I find sometimes truth is stranger than fiction and is even more funny. I want you girls to know. That Alex Jones, uh, because of all these lawsuits, they got a lot of paperwork and they checked his his uh, financials uh, to see how he could pay and everything. It comes to find out that 60% of his revenue has come from uh, penis growth pills. Oh, yeah. He, sells, yeah. he was on there pushing all yeah. that shit. He sells little dick medication yep. to the little dick MAGA guys, and they sell 60%. This guy's a millionaire. His his supporters are so angry. They're so white and angry that he is selling them penis enlargement pills to solve their main problem. 
They have a little dick-itis, and they're angry about having a little dick. So they're like, MAGA! When actually they're just like, ah, I have a little dick! All right, I gotta go. I'll see you guys next week. Bye, Lexus. Go to badgirlmafia.com. But, I mean, if you want undisputable proof that MAGA men have little tiny dicks, and that's why they behave that way, it's the simple fact that Alex Jones gets 60% of his re- revenue from his listeners, which are all MAGA fucks, from penis enlargement pills. He probably gets another 20% because he sells, like, the... Uh that shit you mix in your drink and it's supposed to have all the vitamins and minerals and yeah, shit. Yeah, he also he sells brain pills, but too. we know those don't work. <laughs> I sincerely uh, think uh, that Alex Jones has a tiny little fucking maybe rocking like, five-inch dick. He looks like he has a tiny dick. He does, doesn't he? A little fucking troll. Well, he's not little, is he? Uh, he is. Little bait man. Is he little? He's, he's like Mike was. No, he's nothing like Little Mike and was. wide. <laughs> he wants to be big, wide, because he's not big, tall. He's, he's got a big old fucking belly. He's a short, stumpy fuck. That's, that's why it's one of the things that makes me think of a MAGA person. Is not just that, but when this was before January 6th, they were showing, oh, it was Michigan. Showing those people who were had all their guns and shit in Michigan. And I literally saw a guy that was wearing body armor that looked like it was... The only thing it was going to protect was his very center mass. He was so big. It was like he was wearing a tiny little shield at the, at the midsection of his body. Speaking of body armor, fucking... Ukraine is kicking some ruski ass. They just took Kursan. They are getting back. inventive. They just took it back. That was they, a main city that, that was held by the Russians. They just fucking liberated it. Because I saw a video on this today. They're taking M203 grenades. That's the grenades from the, the automatic grenade launcher. They're taking those. They're 3D printing fins for them, and they're attaching them to the bottom of... Um, Oh, shit, I'm brain-fronting the word now. Uh, Drones. And they fly the drone over whatever their target is, and they get it to just release this grenade, and it goes down and explodes and causes havoc. The Ukrainians are so hardcore, so fucking hardcore, that they have issued pregnancy fatigues. Oh, geez. I kid you not. <laughs> there are pregnant women in fatigues made by their government Kicking to fight. Ass. There are pregnant women on the battle lines fighting. And, and Russian men have to bring their own uniforms and stuff their bullet wounds with tampons. Yeah, check <laughs> if you guys don't believe me, check it out. Ukrainians have just come out with a fatigue for pregnant women where they can join the fight. The fucking Ukrainians aren't fucking around. They're like, every fucking person that is capable of fighting, we're going to well, fight for our country. Back in the day, we used to be that way, like during the revolution. But I think Americans have gotten so fucking lazy. It's just getting sad. Okay. So there's a an item that you can buy. And if our listeners are interested in this item, it is a real item. It is not made up. They can look it up and they can purchase it. But I wanted to discuss it with you. Okay. <clears throat> there is an item that they have come out with 
Call the testacuzzi. What the fuck? Now, the testacuzzi is a hot tub for your balls. Let me explain. I was about to say, <laughs> I don't get it. And for all of our listeners who think I'm making this shit up, you can look up testacuzzi. You will f- find out that I am actually not telling a lie here. It is a, okay, it's a little kind of like cup that's shaped like two balls. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little whirlpool bath. And what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to fill it with uh, warm water and then dunk your giblets in there. Hang your dick over the, the side of it and just dunk your balls into the jacuzzi, the test jacuzzi, and the bubble jet start, and it gives your nuts a massage. That's ridiculous. It's a real thing. I know it's a real thing. I kind of want to see what it feels like. <laughs> I mean, it's the dumbest fucking thing, test jacuzzi, but I'm, I want to, you know, you know, we should get a test jacuzzi. And try it out because no. Lexus can't try it out. And then I can't get on the radio. Try it out. Then get on the radio and discuss. How the hell am I going to use it? If the Tessacuzzi was a good purchase, mine doesn't hang low enough to dip in anything. That's true. <laughs> That's true. They're not very big. It's not like they're going to plop down into that. So, reservoir. what are you going to do one nut at a time if they're not very big? Uh-huh. Uh ha ha! Are you talking about my nuts? Are you talking just, about my nuts or the testicles? My my testicles are kind of sensitive, and I don't know if water jets hit my balls, <laughs> bouncing them around would feel good. Ugh. Or I, yeah, exactly. Because I'm thinking about as air jets are hitting my balls, how is that going to feel? And I don't, I, I don't think it feels good. I think it would, I don't know, my balls are too Now, sensitive. see, when I had my testicles lasered. Oh, you, you put <laughs> testicuzzi in there? Yeah. Um, Damn, 40 bucks. It 40 bucks for that fucking thing. It literally, he hit me one time. And you wouldn't think light would hurt your testicles. But I'm not lying. I it wasn't just a skin burn on my testicle skin that I felt. It literally felt like somebody was shooting a gun. I into my testicles. I felt that in my balls. Not just the skin. It it was in my balls. In my balls. So we just finished up Halloween. Woo, whoopee doo. We got no trick-or-treaters. Everybody's afraid of the fucking BGM manner. You were poor white trash. You have 300 people in this town. You were poor, 450, thank you very much. <laughs> and you were poor white trash, so... Fuck off! You were a Joe, Joe Dirt motherfucker. So I was wondering, did you ever wear one of those store-bought Halloween costumes with a plastic mask held on by the rubber band? I did not. Oh. You were too rich for that? We, no, we were too poor for that. Are you serious? My mother would make my costume. You could buy a whole costume for seven bucks at Walgreens. <laughs> my mother wouldn't spend that money. I, I When I tell you that my mother was the kind of person that you would say, can we get McDonald's? And she says, we have burgers at home. I'll make you burgers at home. That was my mom. You want that, that Halloween costume? I'll make you that Halloween costume at home. I I had a few, uh, you know, like Kenny. I had a few poor friends. 
like Kenny from Fuck South Park. Off. <clears throat> and they would they would go out with the big plastic mask with the rubber band strap on there. That motherfucker would never last very long because it's a rubber band put with staples. Uh huh. And as soon as it, it because it's pulling because it's stretched. As soon as you wear it for like an hour or something, it stretched so much that it pulls free from the staple. So then you got to hold it all fucking night or you got no costume because it's no costume without the cheap ass fucking play. Oh, and another thing is I don't even know why these are considered safe because you're putting a kid who's walking on roads in a mask with with pinhole eyes. eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Pinhole fucking eyes. You can't see shit in those things. And you're having kids walk down the fucking street. What the fuck? Keep their fucking eyes clear. Let them see what's coming. Traffic. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 shit we did when we were kids. Do they even have those anymore? What? Those fucking cheap ass plastic. Oh, I'm sure they do. Costumes with the rubber band and the pre-made outfit. I'm sure they do. Jesus, we got a whole fucking conversation about laser and balls and chat right now. Jesus <laughs> fucking crazy. So, uh, Weird Al. Let's talk about, he's gotten some resurgence of popularity lately because of the movie. How old is he now? Uh, he's in his 60s. I can look it up. I think he's like 62, something like that. I know he's in his 60s. I think he's 62. He's 63. Okay, I wasn't off by much. You're close. <clears throat> but anyway, um, I was watching a, a really interesting interview with Weird Al, and he says that he really respects an artist's opinion and wishes on whether he makes a parody, even though that legally he doesn't have to ask permission because you're legally allowed to parody another person's work without their permission under the parody law. But he, he says that it's an urban myth that Coolio said no. Really? He said Coolio gave him the okay, and he said that uh, I would not have made it if he hadn't. And uh, even though he could legally have, he says Coolio publicly dissed the song because it was part of his image as a hardcore rapper, but he actually was okay with it in private. <laughs> however, however, and since uh, Lexus hasn't left, she'd be interested in knowing this. There is one artist. Weird Al never, ever, ever parodied because he flat out said no. And Weird Al respected that. Who's the one artist that Weird Al never touched because he said no? I don't know. There's lots of artists that were never parodied. Prince. So. Oh, okay. Now, now I know that Michael Jackson diddled kids, but he, but he just went up a notch for me because out of the two feminine dead black guys, Michael had a sense of humor, obviously. Okay. Because he was okay with being parodied all the time. Eat it and all that shit. Oh, yeah. But Prince is like, no, my music's too serious. Fuck you, Prince. Well, Prince was like that about everything, though. <clears throat> he was just weird. Okay, I got a question. I got a question for M. Black and Rodney. No. Yeah. I didn't know that. He fired an entire staff. <laughs> okay. So, um, I want to ask Rodney and M. Black something. <clears throat> Do black men consider Michael Jackson and Prince black men? 
<laughs> I mean, serious. I'm being fucking serious. I mean, do they really <laughs> consider them black men? I, I mean, don't know. I'm not black, so I can't yeah. even speak for them. I'm just curious how black men perceive like Prince and Michael Jackson. Well, uh, obviously Eddie Murphy and Charlie Murphy like Prince back in the 80s. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Murphy was a big motherfucker, man. <laughs> He was like Eddie Murphy if he actually grew up and fucking went to the gym all the time. Charlie Murphy was terrifying. And, and you know, you think... Well, oh, wasn't he a bodyguard? He was Eddie Murphy's bodyguard. Okay, I, I didn't know if he was Eddie's bodyguard. He was Eddie's bodyguard. And the, the thing is, even with the stories of Rick James fucking with him, and when he finally just lost it and beat the living shit out of Rick James, it's like, Rick James, why would you fuck with Charlie Murphy? He is fucking huge. Charlie Murphy is my size. Probably he thought he was untouchable because he was so famous. Fucking Charlie Murphy is my size. You piss off somebody my size, you gonna get your ass beat. And and you guys, you girls, uh, didn't even realize how big fucking Charlie was until you saw him in CB4 as uh, what was his uh, Gusto MC yeah. Gusto. Yes. <laughs> He's a huge motherfucker. Like we throws the table over, he stands up, he towers over everybody. Yeah, Charlie Murphy's my fucking size. So yeah, he is no joke. Eddie Murphy's only like five nine. I can't believe I've ne <laughs> I had never seen that movie. That was actually a really funny one. I loved me some CB4. <laughs> so did you hear about the drag queen story hour in Oregon? Where there was actual violence? Yeah. Where 200 Proud Boys uh -huh. with guns showed up to protest armed at an event, a drag queen well, event of 50 people. That's what they were trying to do. What was it, Idaho, a few months ago? They all loaded up in the back of a U-Haul and they were heading to a some kind of LGBT event. But somebody called the cops and said, this looks kind of funny. And they got pulled over and everybody got taken to jail. Now, here's here's... My huge problem with them doing an armed, um, an armed protest, the Proud Boys, two hundred of them, at a drag queen story hour uh, that held fifty people. Yeah, and they have four times that amount in guns. And now, here's the deal: the entire event was drag queens encouraging children to read mm -hmm. and reading them stories. Now, the drag queens are using their free time. To help children. How are the Republicans using their free time? To intimidate drag queens with guns. Make them feel like they're hunted animals. This is what you fucks represent. This is why you lost the midterm. Nobody fucking likes you. Fuck all of you Republicans. Now, here's the thing. If you're still a Republican. If you are still a Republican. After all the violence, the blatant fucking racism, support of the Proud Boys and white supremacists, if you're not a piece of shit and you're still a Republican, there comes well, time you need to look around the fucking room, see who you share that room with, the company you keep, and the bros you run with. The midterms are just beginning, you fucks. We are going to make sure this party is as popular as a fan of Jared from no, Subway. Well... I mean, I can have a conversation with somebody who identifies as Republican if they are a normal I can't, Republican. Because at this point, if you're still a Republican, 
You have not looked around the room and see who's on your side. You have the white supremacists. Yes. You have the proud boys. But a lot, the oath of, a lot of the more middle-of-the-road Republicans want them gone. They feel like they've hijacked the party. That is the party. Look at the fucking president they fucking wanted that they worship. I that. motherfucker that. called not, Coco Chow. I'm not saying that... I agree with what they're saying. I'm just saying you can have an intelligent conversation about politics with someone like that where you can't. I mean, Jordan Klepper has has proved that you can't do that with a MAGA person. Yeah, I I think Republicans are garbage. And if somebody makes it known to me that they're Republican, I got an issue with them. Because, you know, if I'm the secretary for the KKK... And then I come out and say, but I'm not racist. Fuck you. You're the secretary for the KKK. But but you never leave your house. What does that have anything to do with I have to leave my house every day and interact with these people. So I have to keep it cordial and listen to that shit. As soon as Republicans speaks anything Republicanese to me, I look right at him and says, I don't fucking like Republicans. And let them have the next play. What are they going to say? Now, either they shut down immediately or they got some back talk for me. And if they got some back talk, it's on. Because I tell them right off the bat, I don't fucking like Republicans. I don't like what you motherfuckers stand for. I don't like your platforms or what you fight for. All you are is rage and seething hatred, trying to take uh, rights away from women, gay people. These fucking Republicans, they're burning books. They're fucking banning books. They're saying, don't say gay. And if you're a Republican, you are okay with all this shit. You can get the fuck out of my face. But if you're going to make that argument, you also have to think that people could make that same argument about us and say every Democrat is a woke fucking gender fluid asshole that goes off yeah, about every that's little the difference thing. in them and me. If they tell me they don't fucking like Democrats, I'm perfectly okay with that. I walk away because I didn't want to fucking talk to them anyway. But if I look at you and say, I don't fucking like Republicans. Now, either you can take that and fucking swallow it down deep or you can give me some blowback. I welcome the blowback. Bring it, motherfucker, because I don't like them. And if you make it known to me, if you say you're Republican, it ain't going to fly with me. I'm going to tell you flat out to your face, I don't fucking like Republicans. And we'll take it from there. Oh, Jesus. Did you see what Nina just posted? What? Apparently, if this is true, Tennessee passed a law where it's illegal to do drag anywhere outside of like drag events. Because they don't want underage people seeing drag queens. I mean, these are what the Republicans are pushing. They're pushing the religious ideals on people. They're banning books. They're banning the mentioning of gay people. They're protesting fucking drag queen events. They're they're gunning down people. They're uh, attacking the Capitol. If you see your Capitol attacked by your party and you're still a member of that party, you're a piece of human dog shit. You're not an American. As if I was a Republican and as soon as I saw my party that I belong to do that, I would have said, no, my party, my country comes before my fucking party and these people have lost their fucking mind. I'm not a Republican anymore. I just looked this up quick. It's not a law yet. They've filed it to become a law like they like they like to do. But get this, Johnson's bill 
would amend state law preventing adult-oriented businesses like strip clubs from operating within a thousand feet of a school. So they're they're heaping in drag queens with strip clubs. I mean, I'm fine if you don't want a strip club within a thousand feet of a school. That's fine, but okay. Johnson told TV station. In Nashville this week, that the bill is designed to prevent drag shows that are sexual in nature. I don't think I've ever seen a drag show that was sexual in I nature. Have every fucking one of them I've ever been to. They're not really no fucking. Uh, Shanether went up there, whipped out her tits every fucking time. Whipped out her big D's every fucking time she went on stage. Every drag queen up there that had boob implants had them whipped out. So I I get how they could be, how some drag, because everyone I've been to, they had titties, could be seen as sexual. However, the whole pushing strip uh, clubs, Christ. a thousand, uh, you know, that far from a school, what, where are they trying to We do have an issue with men dressed as women simulating sex acts in public parks in front of kids. <laughs> Jesus, they're fucking they, they delusional. Make, they make shit up all the time. I mean, come on. Like the fentanyl candy. Uh, the fucking migrant caravans bringing rapists and it gets better. disease. I mean, come on. First time offenders will be guilty of a class A misdemeanor punished by $2,500 in jail time. However, repeat offenders will be charged with a class E felony. Yeah, that's what Nina for was doing just, a fucking drag show. That's what Nina was just saying. The, that's why I'm saying, if you are a Republican at this point, knowing what your party actually stands for and what they believe in, what they core stand for, their values they core stand for. If you are a member of a party where your core standards and your belief system is that, and you tell me you're Republican, we can't get along because. That is not my core standards of beliefs, and I I don't like people like Why that. Why did your dog decided he needed to chew a bone right next to where we're doing the show? Because nobody's paying attention to him, so <laughs> he's trying to. So if you himself. guys hear anything, that's just Romeo chewing on a bone, trying to be close to the human. Romeo the pit bull chewing on a bone at our feet. <laughs> so I want to ask you, Raven, if you've ever watched this movie, because it was by far. In my opinion, you know I'm a huge cinephile, but in my opinion, one of the worst movies ever made. What? Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. I went there. I went there. I was wondering how bad you I were going to go. went that bad. <laughs> Garbage Pail Kids. That is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I know. Right? You watched it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So, I don't know if you were like this as a kid. But I was huge into garbage. Oh, I had tons of garbage. So did I. Oh, my God. Girl, you and I are so like, it's insane. (laughs) But yes, I was huge into the garbage bill kids. Love the cards. Did you have the little um, file folder for your garbage bill kids? Yeah, I had a huge collection. (laughs) I I don't know what I ever did with them. I can't even remember back. They're probably worth money now. Yeah, I know, right? But I can't even remember back what I ever did with them. But I don't know what I did with mine either. But I was so excited for the Garbage Pail movie when it came out because I was that age, you know? <laughs> I was like uh, 11, 
and I was into Garbage Pail Kids, and the movie came out. I was so excited. I, I mean, I was like looking through comic books, and there was like ads for Garbage Pail Kids, the movie. I was like, yeah. And then I watched it. Mm-hmm. I was horrified. And I, this got brought up because I was watching YouTube, and a video came up with worst movies ever made, and that was one of them. And I'm like, oh, my God, I had forgotten about that whole whole nightmare that I experienced when I was a child. That was the first time in my life I realized movies could be bad. That you could go to a movie and at 11 years old feel ripped off. It was my <laughs> epiphany in life that you could get ripped off. That they taught me that movies could indeed not be entertaining and be even so bad that an 11-year-old would go, oh man, I got ripped off. <laughs> and that's what happened. Okay, for, uh, how would you? How would you? Since you did watch it, and that's rare, <laughs> that's rare. You had to be a hardcore garbage pail kid fan like me to watch this fucking traffic train wreck. How would you explain this movie to all of our listeners? They have never experienced the garbage pail kids. Movie? Well, I'm having to work off memories that are years and years. What old. do you remember from the film? If I'm remembering right, they were. Like people in really, actually, they were good costumes to portray garbage pail kids, but they were nasty ass costumes, and they just kind of bebopped around like fucking uh, the the purple dinosaur. Yeah, Barney. Yeah, they bebopped around like that, and I just remember I it not being you, very good. You love me. We're a happy family. Yeah. Okay. So I have I have vivid memories of this film. So what happens is this kid, our main character, he goes into this magic shop because, like all kids in the eighties, you have an old man. Oh friend, yeah, didn't a creepy they all live friend. in the magic shop or some shit? I don't know if you you millennials today know, but in the eighties, it was required that if you were a child, you had a creepy old man as a friend. Whether you were Marty McFly, you, you always had a creepy old man. Uh, even in Last Action Hero, uh, the the little kid had a creepy old uh, movie theater owner friend. You know, it's always an old lonely man who befriends a uh, uh, male kid usually. So he goes to a magic shop, never ending story, and he's hanging out in the magic shop, and he accidentally releases the garbage pail kids from their magical garbage pail. <laughs> And they come out. And the animatronic heads, it's dwarves in these really bad costumes with these huge animatronic heads that don't really work right. And uh, like one of the eyes will look like one of those broken dolls or something. It'll be like half closed. Yeah. And the mouth will kind of like twitch. And you can tell the animatronics are cheap and they're malfunctioning and they're still keeping the footage. Um, it was really bad. And then the Garbage Pail Kids use their special powers to make their new friend, which is a human kid, uh, popular. And uh, their special powers are to make hideous 80s clothing. <laughs> I mean, like he has See, like I those. Don't, I don't marching, remember that. They're making this jacket that everybody's like, oh my God, it's so cool. And it has like the marching band little danglies off his shoulders and everything. And Wasn't it, that like a naval... Uh-uh. 
commander. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And Captain Crunch. They make like (laughs) really gaudy 80s fashion, and that's their special power. So they can make Gotti's 80 fashion, and it makes him (laughs) really, really popular with his new friends. It's just like such a bad movie. If you guys ever want to get really stoned and say, tonight I'm going to watch the worst movie ever made. Get really stoned, turn on Garbage Pail Kids, the movie, and just be shocked in awe of how bad a movie can be and still be in the theaters and rip off kids. Because it was not a straight-to-DVD. I mean, oh, well, back in this day, it was not a straight-to-video release. VHS. I, I, I'm telling the truth. This is the first time I felt ripped off as a child. I went to the movie theater. The no, theater. I didn't see it in the theater. And paid for it. And this fucking thing was awful. And I just sat depressed as an 11-year-old in my chair going, I never want to see another garbage kid. Uh, pale kid card and i think that was the moment that i stopped collecting them once i saw the movie i'm like done it was that bad it was so bad growing up i literally only remember going to like two movies i'm sure i went to more but i only remember two one i went with my uncle and it was empire strikes back oh yeah that was a good one and then the other one was and this this just tells you how stupid teenage boys are i took a girl on a date to go watch hamburger hell oh okay (laughs) clean eastwood no no the newer one the newer one yeah had uh because the one in the 80s was with clean eastwood then maybe it's not hamburger hell it's the one with michael j fox which one was that i I don't fucking it was it was a vietnam fucking fighting movie and okay. i took a girl to go see it sorry my nose is running how'd she like it i don't even remember that <laughs> <laughs> no, what was the fucking point of this story just that you don't take as a teenage kid a girl to go see a military movie i swear your stories are like taking somebody on a walk out into the woods and you're like, man, I want to show you something. I want to show you something. You get out there, you get out there to a clearing and then you're like, okay, bye. And you just walk off and leave them there. And they're like, whatever. What are you going to show me? Well, we're here. What's here? Well, it didn't really go anywhere. It's just, you know, it's clearing. Like, okay. Oh God. Nina just brought up Sid and Marty Croft. Who's that? They were the creators of land of the lost. Land of the lost. What were the what were the lizard people in that show? Um, Silex or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they did. I can't believe that Will Ferrell made a fucking movie about that. The land of the lost. Which actually I thought was because this was back in Will Ferrell's heyday, and I actually thought it wasn't. A, a bad movie. I mean, it's not something that I would say would be critically acclaimed. <laughs> M but Black it was funny. Says they were Sleestacks, M- yes. Yeah. A black man chimes in and tells us <laughs> what the lizard you are a nerd. You are a nerd. But if you remember and I was just thinking about this at the beginning of the show as I'm looking everything up frantically, we used to have token. That would look up all our shit, all our, our trivia shit Yeah, for Token us. was our Token black guy. 
But now we have M. Black and Rodney. I wonder if Token just changed his name to but M. Black. The fact that M. Black just <laughs> knew that, it just reminds me of Hot Tub Time Machine. You're a fucking nerd. You're a fucking nerd. <laughs> And nobody likes you, fucking nerd. It's, it's like, how, how you fucking know? How does a black man know what land of the lost fucking lizard people were called in the land of the lost? Unless he's a nerd. They were some shitty fucking rubber costumes, too. Yeah, we thought they were cool back then. Though. Back then, when back I then was we're like, like, oh, it's five. I didn't, cool as fuck. I didn't have a clue what good, you know, costumes look like. <laughs> Well, come on. We had the Gorn from Star Trek, or the big lizard. It has a big fight. That was the Gorn. I thought you didn't watch Star Trek. Yeah, I watch Star Trek all the time. I'm a Star Wars fan. Well, I used to be. Why did you call me a nerd Mm -hmm. once when I was rattling something off about Star Trek Next Generation? You're like, you're a fucking nerd. Because you are. I mean, I've watched, I grew up on Star Trek The Next Generation. That's all you watched in the fucking early 90s. That's it. That's all we had. It was that or the Cosby fucking show. <laughs> He's like, where are you going to watch? No, it, you had Golden Girls. Was that still on in the 90s? Yeah. But that is not something children watched. I saw. That is something old fucks watched. I saw, and they were talking about it, and, or I saw the picture, and I was like, no way. So I clicked on it, and I was watching it, and... I can't remember her name, but the big, tall, ugly one from Golden Girls. She was, the 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 granny was her mom. Oh, uh, the one who played Ma. Yeah. Yeah. She was actually on Good Times, and I didn't know that. She played the white people that the wife was the housekeeper for. <clears throat> now, Nina says Bo Derek movie was 10. Now, did you watch 10? The movie? I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, it made, it skyrocketed Bo Derek to be a sex symbol because she was sporting basically my hair, the braids. <laughs> so, um, no. That's, I d- that's cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah, right? It, and I never thought she was that attractive. She's, she's all fucking strutting around with the braids and everything. And it was like the first time white people had ever seen a white chick with fucking braids in their hair or some shit and they lost their fucking mind but she didn't really have a lot of titty and she had no ass and i was like this is what the white people are saying is the fucking sexiest thing i mean fuck i want a yeah. woman that has curves looks like a fucking woman she looks I'm, like a 10 year old boy oh from the pictures i'm seeing she had some decent sized titties oh you know look at look down you know what i like Look down. Yeah, just look down. In my dick? No, you can't see that. <laughs> I can't see past my tits. Exactly. <laughs> what do you fucking think I'm saying? I I have I have titty do. You know, I, like- I just have a higher standards of breast assist. And these little nubbins, these little nubbins <laughs> on her do not do it for me. She is maybe a full B, maybe a small C. No, look at that. Those look like they're seeds. She's pushing them together. Here's where she's not there, Raven. Okay. Uh-huh. She's literally <laughs> pushing them together in that photo. Look here. here. Here's the photo. I see. There's nothing there. 
nothing she's, there. No. She's got maybe a C if she's lucky on a good day and she happens to be pregnant. When you first transitioned, there was nothing there. <laughs> M. Black says, Bo was a walking ribcage. Yes, she was. She was a walking fucking ribcage. I wasn't saying she was the most gorgeous thing in the world. I'm just she, saying she wasn't. She had bigger titties than what you were leading on. Bo Derek reminded me of olive oil with braids. Oh, God. Oh, Popeye. Just, it was olive oil with braids. She was just, or, you know, Natalie Mars. Oh. <laughs> what is she going to do? Uh, well, I mean, not everybody wants big fucking knocker titties not everybody wants a girl to look like a girl well we all know that's true some guys want girls to look like 10 year old boys i have said for years that a lot of trans women look like 14 year old boys in makeup yep and it's it's as <laughs> fuck you know natalie is beautiful until she like does the full pose nude and then you're like Okay. She has no curves at all. It, it looks like you put a pretty girl's face on a, a 14-year-old boy's body, and then you feel like a pedophile for looking at it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this does not look like a woman's body. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But she puts baseball bats up her ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, she does that. She She's talented with, with taking stuff up her ass. She's going to be wearing diapers by the time she's 45. <laughs> a little incontinent, wearing some Depends. <laughs> <clears throat> she can ch- change well, your porn name to Natalie Depends. If I'm not careful, I will too. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, that is definitely true. Sin here wanting to do a fisting video with me now. Who? You. Are we doing that? Are we like doing that Thursday or something? You want to do a fisting video? Uh, right? Apparently, you're game for it. So <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> ask the ask the fans. Ask the fans. You, they're listening. Ask them if they Fine. want to give us all my fans. Either chime in and chat, or hit me up on my Twitter or my OnlyFans, and let me know if you want to see Kimber and I do a fisting video where she fists me. Yeah, Raven's been talking about taking the fist. So if you guys want to see that. Let us know. Let us know. I can't believe you brought that up. We'll make movie magic. (laughs) Of course, honey, you fucking pervert. Yeah. Honey chimes in right away. She's like, yes, 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 yes. A thousand times yes. Now, are we we really going to... We're going to... Next time we get honey here, we're going to fist honey, too. (laughs) Yeah, she she wants (laughs) to give it, but not take it, right? Yeah, you, she's quick to say, oh, yeah, Raven, take a fist. You know, let's see you take a fist, bitch. You know, I noticed something, a weird phenomenon when it comes to men, that men, as they mature, they get to a level of about 30 years old, and they form their sexual maturity, where they know what they find attractive. So they, th- what they're attracted to, by the time they're 30, they have a type, Okay. Now, here's the weird thing about men. Now, at that point, they have in their mind what their type is. But as they age, that image never changes. They could be 50 years old and fat, and they still want the exact woman they Mm -hmm. wanted when they were 30. They do not look at women their age in their 50s and say, ooh, I want a piece of that. No, they are looking at the exact same women 
they found attractive in their 30s because once a man reaches sexual maturity in his 30s... They never progress. Exactly. <laughs> they never are attracted to something... That, that's always what they're attracted to. So you got fucking 60-year-old men still wanting the See, same but, hotties. And what, yeah, and that's what pisses me off is you have 60-year-old men with literally nothing else to offer and they're rocking a 60-year-old man body, yeah. but then they'll get pissed at us and call us shallow because we don't want to fuck around with them. But a woman in her 50s will go out looking for men in their 50s. Yeah. But a man is incapable of finding a woman in her 50s unless she's an exceptional specimen that is aged like fine wine. He's incapable of finding her attractive because that's not what his sexual maturity indicates he's attracted to because he's still looking at what he jerked off to when he mm -hmm. was in his 30s. And it never changes. Whereas a woman's sexual maturity matures. And when she's in her 40s, she's out looking for men in their 40s. When she's in her 50s, she's out seeking men in their 50s. Yeah. When she's in her 60s, she's seeking men in her, their 60s. Women look for, they mature sexually where, okay, I've gotten older and now I'm attracted to older people. Whereas men get really old, but they never change what they're attracted to. They never grow or mature to be able to be attracted to someone their age. So eventually, a 30-year-old man will be attracted to somebody not his age exclusively because he will be unable to find attraction with people of his own age and as he ages. Men, there's one thing that will make you attractive to all women and... Uh they can lie and say it's not, but we all know it's true. Money. Yeah, I, I tell everyone on my cam show, they're like, how do, how do we get with you? I say, have a really big dick or a really big wallet. Either yeah. one does. And I tell every guy, I'm like, you know, you could have a four-inch dick, but if your wallet is huge, you're packing a 12-incher to me. Yeah, and it's it's more or less, or at least with me, it's when a guy has money, and I've said this before, they've made sound, intelligent decisions over the course of their life. And a successful man can be as attractive as a man with a big dick if he's treating you extremely well. Well, I, I have a word for it. I call it big dick money. Yeah. That means when you have enough money, it don't matter how big your dick is. You got a big dick. You got yeah. big dick money. Mm -hmm. and you got enough money, you got the biggest dick in town. You have big dick money. Mm -hmm. And if a, if a fucking guy is rocking a 12-incher, he wants my time, this other guy pulls up in Mercedes as he wants to spoil the fuck out of me, that guy, that motherfucker had big dick money. That motherfucker just trumped the 12-incher. He's got and, big dick money. Yeah, I was about to say, and I'm at a point in my life where... I will totally go with the big dick money as opposed to the big dick. And that's the thing with guys, because you always see it. You always see these fucking trolls with these hot-ass bitches. And you always think to yourself, that guy had big dick money. Mm -hmm. And men know it. Because men are like, they look down, especially white guys, and they're like, I've only got five inches of dick. I ain't ever going to have big dick energy. I ain't ever going to have women all <laughs> over me. But... I will if I have big dick money. 
And then they get big dick money. And then their five incher is in every supermodel in town because every porn star and supermodel is <laughs> fucking presenting for your big dick money. Uh-huh. And I don't care how fucking ugly a motherfucker is. If he's got big dick money, every chick in town wants him. And it's the financial security. You know, again, I'm at a point in my life that I can get big dick whenever I want it. So if you want to catch my attention, you got to come with more than I've got a giant dick. I've got a huge dick. And it's like, I can get a huge dick from anybody. Yeah, I've, you know... But what I can't get is a guy who will sugar me and treat me like I'm wanted. My my sugar daddy has some hella big dick money. He fucking paid for my facelift. He gave me a $16,000 check to pay for my facial work. He had big fucking dick money. And, you know, I, I spent... You should have just pissed on him. I spent three days with him, four hours a day, and we just chit-chatted and talked mostly and he paid me seven grand i mean he had big dick money should have pissed on him (laughs) he should have totally pissed on him i'm not doing that well no no i can't say that i'm still talking to him for enough money i think I, i i could piss on anybody there there's a number for everything and if you pay me enough, I'll whip out my five now, inches and I'll piss all over you. Now, there's not, I have to disagree with there's a number for anything. Like, I actually gave this some thought. And I'm like, because I actually thought about this. It was, I think it was one of my poopiphanies when I'm sitting on well, the Well, yeah, there but are things I won't do. But is there an amount of money that would have me suck Trump's dick? And there isn't. And it's just because there are certain things where I draw a line and my principles and my beliefs are stronger than my greed. And if I despise somebody that was just saying, if you had to suck his dick for five minutes and then be rich for the rest of your life, you'd do it. After that, after that, (laughs) I started thinking about it. I'm like, because whether I'm rich or not, the wealth doesn't matter if I can't look in the mirror and be proud of myself and who I am as a person. I'll have more money, but I'll hate myself more. And at the end of the day, my goal is to look in the mirror and like what I see. Uh, because well, I, like you, I spent 40 years not liking what I saw in that mirror. So I want to like who I see in the mirror now. I have a guy who sends me stuff all the time. So he's kind of a sugar daddy, even though I've never had sex with him. I've only ever met the guy twice in person. But if I pursued something with him, he's pretty well off. I, I really wouldn't have got to big do dick much. Money. Yeah, he's got big dick money. However, he has a problem with sharing me with anybody else. And that was where I drew the line. Uh, you mean <laughs> you can't be bought away from me? No, you my girl. Oh, and with you forever. Oh, so I mean, we were just talking the other night how we grew up together, basically. Yeah. <laughs> to, to circle back to, I, I kind of want to hear your opinion on it about whether I'm off base in thinking this or whether you see it as a truth too. As far as 
a man's ability to mature sexually as far as what they're attracted to. Do, do you think I'm off base by saying that men are incapable of seeing what they're attracted to and age it to their own age category past the age of 30? Or do you think they're locked at that age and that women, when they seek a partner, they seek within their age category? I want to hear your thoughts. Do you think it's an actual phenomenon or do you think I'm imagining it? You no. think it's coincidental? What, what are your thoughts? I on? wouldn't say every man because I don't want to generalize like that. But Yeah, we're just talking majorities. But for the majority, yeah, they what they found attractive at that age is not generally available in an older woman. So maybe that's why older men are always looking for younger women. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like if a man is in his 50s, like he's trying to meet women in their 50s. If a man is in his 40s, he doesn't seem to be really trying hard to meet women in his for, in their 40s. It seems like what men find attractive in the 30s stays with them for life. Once they reach that sexual maturity where they know what they like. And I don't think in their mind it changes much. And they're not willing to age it up. <laughs> and make it age appropriate. So we have a lot of men engaging in relationships that are kind of creepy in the way that they are not age appropriate. I, anybody my age who is with somebody in their 20s, there is something wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Somebody in their 20s has nothing to offer someone my age. I mean, I'm about to turn 48. And when these guys hit on me like in their 20s, I'm like, no, I, I, we are not going to have enough in common for me to want to have anything with you other than if you want to film with me. Are you reading chat? Yes, that's why I was smiling. Honey's talking <clears throat> mad shit. Uh, what was she saying? She says she can take anything that we can dish. All right, all right. She's never even seen us do anything like uh, that. She obviously hasn't seen the size of my hands. But <laughs> all right, all right. Fucking wear her like a puppet. I'll work her like fucking Randy Ronch. Well, earlier she was like, you can do that to me. And I wanted to respond back. Not in your pussy. In your ass. Yeah, next Randy Ronch episode, I won't even use a puppet. I'll just use honey. I'll make her fucking talk. <laughs> just draw some lines on her chin. I'll fucking <laughs> shove my hand, fucking elbow deep up her ass. And I'll work her like a fucking puppet. Just put her little ass on my my leg just open your hand yeah every exactly. time you want her to talk exactly because you like, know her mouth will come open and i'm like just open your mouth when i give you the signal you'll know it <laughs> she's still talking mad shit she's gonna she's gonna mad talk her shit or her way into a hall no pun intended yeah because <laughs> we've see and you know this kind of goes back to when amy went to the teas with us and she talked about how chill we were and how we didn't want to go out and do shit. And it's like, honey's the same way. Bitch, you never met us when we were wild. And when we were wild, yeah. we made wild girls look tame. Yeah, we were awful. We were awful. We, were, we needed to be reeled in many times. Because our we got a go girl was just as bad as we were. So that didn't work and out. And when she wasn't around, <clears throat> I had to be it. Yeah, Lexus was usually our we got to go girl, but she was just as wild as we were, so that was not a good situation. We got into a lot of trouble. We, <laughs> you we, more than me. 
Bullshit. We went to FetishCon. The very first time we attended FetishCon, the very first day, we ended up in an orgy on day one. Yes. And that's the first time we had ever even stepped foot at the event. Day one, we were in a fucking orgy. It's like we were always fucking looking for trouble. And we always found it. She says that was a long time ago, but to to go back to the that Toby Keith song, we may not be as good as we once was, but we're as good once as we ever were. Oh my god, girl. Speaking of wild <laughs> and doing stupid shit that we shouldn't have been doing. Oh my god. Do you remember? Of course you do, but I want to bring it up into your memory. The <laughs> oh, LA no. party that we didn't perform at. But we attended because I had clout. So I got on the, the VIP yes, list because I, I had clout. That. So we were led into the event and we decided to drink. And that every was guy was we, buying us drinks. We missed our Uber twice because oh we and were I drunk. I sucked the and Russian kept, guy off in the fucking parking lot. We weren't. <sighs> we were out there talking to Eddie Wood for half the oh night. My God. And that's why I met Soldier Boy for the first time and realized he was tiny. No, that was when we danced at that bar in no, LA. Uh, Soldier Boy came up to me while oh, we were waiting okay. for the second the second Uber that we missed because we were too drunk. So, okay, guys, let's go back a little bit. So we go to LA and my girl, my girl Raven, she says, take me out. I want you to take me out. I want to have fun. And usually I'm like, no, 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 fuck off. But this time she had worn me down. <clears throat> and I said, fine, we'll, we'll, we'll find a party in town. Wore so, you down? I hadn't cried yet. So I get, I, I get on the horn with my publicist and I says, hey, Raven wants to go to a party. Any big hot parties in town going on you can get us into? So my publicist says, yeah, I, I'll give John Ed a call. I'll hook you up with the big uh, LA T-Girl party and you guys will be on the, the VIP guest list. Just go down there. I'll take care of everything. So I, I'm like, cool, thanks. So I get off the phone with my publicist, tell Raven we're going to go to this uh, big exclusive uh, T-Girl clothes party. She's all excited. We get down there and I try to walk in and I give him my name. I was just about to say, isn't it funny yeah. that back then we weren't on the list, so we were nobody, but now we just walk up someplace and yeah. they're like, oh, Kimber and Raven. So I get in there and uh, I give them my name and they say I'm not on the list and I can't get in unless I pay an ungodly amount. It was yeah. like a $200 ticket. So I'm pissed. So I stormed out and I call up uh, my publicist. I said, what the fuck is going on? I'm not on the list. They're wanting me to pay. So she blows up. She's like, what the fuck? She's like, don't worry about it. I'll handle it. Stay there. And she gets off the phone with me. Next thing we know, fucking Eddie Wood is running out of the fucking club, running down the fucking alley towards us going, are you Kimber? Are you Kimber? Yeah. I <laughs> said, yes, I'm Kimber. He's like, please come with me. Come on. You're, you're on the list. So we get led into the VIP areas and we we're walking around and fucking Stephen Groupie's on the second level with his little entourage. And there's literally no fucking room in this place. No, it's standing room only. It is like we are smushed up against each other. And it would take like 15 minutes just to push your way to the bar. Mm -hmm. But guys were buying us drinks right and yes, left. They were. A lot of drinks. <laughs> and we weren't performing. 
we had an Uber, so we decided we're going to drink. And this was back in the days where I did drink. Um, so we decided, I, I don't know what you were drinking, but I was drinking Cape Cods. Fuck, I don't even know what I was drinking. Which is cranberry juice and vodka. And I, both Raven and I, got so fucked up. We were smashed. At one point, this guy that had been buying me drinks knew I was fucking smashed, took advantage of me as much as you can a giant. And he decides, he's like, hey, I'm parked across the street. Why don't we go out there? Take advantage of you. You're known for blowing (laughs) fuckers in parking lots. (laughs) Okay, I am. But he grabs me and then maybe he knew my rep. And we went across the street to his car. He said, we want to talk, get to know me. I'm okay. And we sit in his car. Yeah, nice car. (laughs) And then, you know, I sucked his dick. And then I walked back in. See, that just goes to show you that you have never had to fear violence. No. Like somebody like me. No, I don't fear anything. Because you're like, I'll go out in a parking lot and suck a Who's dick. Who's going to fuck with me? Seriously. When I think about going out in a parking lot and sucking dick with somebody I don't know, the first thing that pops into my head is, if this guy wants to murder me, I'm dead. Listen, here's how I feel. At these events, I'm wearing six-inch heels. So if you pick the seven-foot-tall muscular tranny to mug or to rape, you made a d- bad decision. Nobody, if they're going to rape somebody, nobody's ever going to pick me as a victim. I mean, come on now. And I do admit that I do have a bad habit of leaving you alone in a club and going across the street and sucking somebody's dick. Leaving me alone to get raped. Because <laughs> I, I did it in Miami too. I left you in the club and I went across mm-hmm. the street. and With the guy dick. that proposition me first and because i wanted to live i said no because you wanted to live i lived i came back fine i almost got arrested because my tits were out i was walking down the street with my tits out i almost got arrested people kept honking finally i figured out why they kept honking and i pulled my shirt up but was that was that the same year that i lost my phone i think it was and somebody found it, and we went traveling all over Miami to get to this guy's hotel to pick up my phone. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something we did. <laughs> and we went with, uh, what was her name, Christina? I don't know. And the other bitch that we all, we both thought was hot and we wanted to fuck, but then she like she did something I can't remember. She told me she wasn't into trannies. Yeah, that's what it and was. And then I was like, done with you. <laughs> and, yeah, it was funny because I was all up on her and I was working my magic. And as soon as she dropped that she wasn't attracted to trannies, I'm like, okay, you're on your own. I'm gone. Yeah, but you know who was attracted to trannies and you were ignoring? Who? Me. I was an asshole. <laughs> I never said I wasn't an asshole. I was an asshole to you back then. I get it. Trey's asking how I lost my phone. We were at the <laughs> XBiz Awards how could you at not the Versace it, really? Mansion. And when you go to these events, it's not like you carry a big-ass purse with you. And we were racing trying to get to the, to the Versace Mansion because oh, we parked sucked. in a parking deck. And somewhere I dropped my phone, and I didn't realize that I dropped it. A fucking Versace Mansion sucks. That was so fucking hot. And not in a good way. Yeah, not in the Paris Hills, and that's hot. 
We it was were like 110 degrees. Asses it, off. It's Miami and it's humid as fuck. It's like 110 degrees. And Miami got, and like, what was it, May? Yeah. And they've got us piled into this courtyard where we're shoulder to shoulder. And they had us wait out there for like three fucking hours. They were supposed to open the door at eight and they weren't ready at eight. So we stood out there till like nine or nine 30 before they even let us in. And then somebody realized that there was a seating area in the women's bathroom that was cool. The header, the bathrooms had, we went and hid in those. And pretty soon we got locked in the bathroom. Yeah. But, the door handle fell off. How many girls would you say got locked in that bathroom? About 40 of us. We were all <laughs> hiding in there. So we, we discovered that the only place in the Versace mansion that had air conditioning was the bathroom. We were all melting. So all the girls ran in there. But then... You got to think, we have award show makeup on in this humidity and heat. And we, one of the girls went in there to go into the bathroom because they heard about the secret place with air conditioning. And they pulled the handle in the Versace mansion. The whole handle came off. And, and then, we couldn't get out yeah, until somebody tried to come in. They started announcing the awards were beginning, and we were all locked in the fucking bathroom, banging <laughs> on the door, saying, hey, somebody put the fucking handle back on. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> yeah, we used to be wild bitches. We got old. We, we just got old. That same trip was the trip that we both did photo shoots right on South Beach. So... I mean, I'm I'm writing high because everything I'm watching on YouTube and everything basically is telling me one thing, that Trump has just basically lost his political future. Uh, Jesus, I thought we were done with the political I'm shit. just hoping he loses uh, his freedom. How, how can we just be done? Oh, this I, is a I want him show. to lose his freedom. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I want that so bad. I, I can't believe he hasn't yet. I mean, how many crimes because does one man have to he's commit? He's fucking Teflon Don in the hell out of it right now. All he needs to do at this point is murder somebody. And he's committed all the crimes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, all this guy does. We don't know. Somebody. Maybe he has. And then he's uh, officially committed all the crimes. I mean, we. It was so funny because I was watching this this news show where the the guy was asking this lawyer. So, uh, do you think? Trump will be arrested and he's and he looks at the guy and says uh for which crime (laughs) yeah and the guy laughs and he's like yeah there's a lot of them which do you think will be the one that takes him down he's like the documents case you see what honey's fucking talking in chat no I'm not reading chat now you all ain't got nothing or you ain't got what it takes to take me down Bitch, you're like 110 pounds. If I wanted to take you down, you going down. All it takes is a black guy. <laughs> you're a bitch. Nobody, nobody wants to come out swinging with me. I swing. That's why I said I don't fucking like Republicans. They got something to say. They're welcome to say it because I got something in the chamber. Nobody come at me. I'll swing back. Maybe I should come out of the carry fucking retirement and just carry that bitch around the room and fuck her while I'm carrying her around. And then I'll see if she can do that to me. (laughs) Uh, You know, I would get cocky and say I could. But even though... You have. Yeah, the problem is, not lately, 
And even though my arms are well strong enough to lift you and scoop you up, my lower back isn't anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't be afraid if I was strong enough to lift you up. That's no problem. I just, I, the other day I threw out my back because I coughed. It was out for three fucking days because I coughed. It wasn't even a pot cough. It wasn't even a heavy cough. I was simply walking out to the garage and I went, <clears throat> and I felt the twinge. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Because you know. You know, you get, you feel me, you know, when it happens and you know, what's coming. It doesn't, your back doesn't immediately go out. You feel that twinge. Mine does. When I feel that twinge, I'm like, oh fuck tomorrow. I'm going to be crippled. That's me telling me I just pulled my back and I'm not dropping to the ground now. But as soon as I sit down for a while, I'm going to have a hard time getting back. See, I've already fucked my back up like medically. So when mine goes out, I know it instantly, and I can't fucking get up. And, and did M Black really suggest we do nude wrestling? Yeah. I mean, not only did we do BGM fuck down, we did fucking tranny twister. Yes, we did do that too. Where we're all oiled up too. We've done oil wrestling. We've done oil tranny fucking twister. We've done uh, uh, pro wrestling tranny porn. And the oil shit Kimber did for you guys because she can't stand it. Oh, my God. It. it was horrible. <laughs> so horrible. I feel like Arnie in kindergarten. I don't, I don't so much mind it, but I know. God, that became dangerous, though, on that mat when we were all slicked up. It was. Jesus. But when you're a ninja... Yeah, you are a little ninja. <laughs> We've done all that fucking shit in black. It, it, we're like uh, we're like Star Trek when they ran out of episodes because they can't, they can no longer go boldly where no man has gone before because people have been there now. <laughs> and that that's where we, you know, we can't go boldly where no sex is. Although I do post a lot of shit on my website. I don't know if you have the guys to post on your website, Raven, that would get kicked off of literally any other site. That's any video you send me. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, I, I, my idea of porn is without limits, and I get pretty hardcore on my website. And my website is, is not subject to censorship. I've had like um, almost 40 videos pulled off of minivids. I've been kicked off of OnlyFans twice. Um, of course, that did not stick because I fought that shit. I've been lifetime banned from Facebook. I've been lifetime banned from YouTube. Um, <laughs> I had to create a completely different account, which is where I could get back on YouTube. Uh, I was exiled from there. Uh, my my publicist wants me to stay off Instagram, uh, where I don't get kicked off there either. So I don't <laughs> never post there. So yeah, uh, that's funny because she will tag me and shit on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, she wants me to avoid it. <laughs> You're fucking. You're bad. So I bad. Just, I don't, if it's consensual and it's two adults, I don't see what the big deal is. Everybody has brought this fucking woke culture into porn and it doesn't belong. Wokeness never belonged in porn. Don't PC my fucking porn. I, you know, I could never run for office because it would be a, the first day I ran for office, they would release a clip with a collage of me saying, faggot, shemale, nigger, spick, beaner, everything I fucking have said. Back to back, I would have said, yep, I said that in all my videos multiple <laughs> times. Now, to my credit, 
when I'm going to get really intense, and you know this to be true, when I'm going to get really intense in my videos, I censor myself by placing a warning message at the beginning of the video that informs the viewer what this video is about, what it contains, and if it does bother you, do not watch this video. I self-censor with a warning at the beginning of any video I do that could be considered highly <laughs> offensive to those it is not aimed for. I make particular porn for particular groups of people, and I'm aiming for a particular target audience. If you're not that target audience, you're probably not going to like that video. <laughs> so I make sure I put warnings go, this is a video for this person. How, how is this turning into a commercial for Kimberhaven.com? Oh, I didn't know it was. I was just explaining you know, <laughs> that I get in trouble a lot with my porn. And my website is the only place I'm not subject to censorship that I'm not kicked off of. I, I'm towing the line on OnlyFans lately. I would laugh. Well, I'd be pissed for you, but I would initially laugh hysterically if your website booted you off. So far, you know, it's my website. But they won't. You're making them too much money. Yeah. It's my website. I do what I, do what I want. Shoot. <laughs> okay, Cartman. I, I love having my own. I tell all the girls, have your own website. But I love having my own website because I can express myself in a sexual way without limitation and i don't like that i don't like my sexual expressionism or what gets me off or what i find hot to be censored because it's not pc i don't know why honey said this but she said dungeons and dragons who plays it now you saw i saw the video but i only remember like the big show who were those people that were playing D&D &D in that video you and I watched? Oh, I, I, Where it was of tons of famous people yeah, playing. Yeah, I mean, Vin Diesel's a huge D&D nerd. I mean, he wrote the introduction in one of the D&D &D books. There you go, honey. Um, but yeah, there's lots of D&D. But the D&D &D show may not happen. Okay, what happened now? I'm going to have to have another meeting with Mitch, um, our producer, and okay. explain to him... The difficulties of producing this series on YouTube. There are completely different circumstances when making a TV pilot and doing a YouTube show. And I've reached out to many YouTubers, well-known YouTubers. I've asked them questions. They were gracious enough to answer how it works and how money is made on YouTube. And I do not think that his concept is going to work. Oh, because you don't get subscribers, I mean, you don't get sponsors until you have a certain number of subscribers. You have to build a following. You have to have a channel, and it takes time and several, several videos to do so. There's not one video drops on YouTube, and you get a bunch of sponsors. That's yeah. not how it works. You have to build an entire channel. It has to have lots of videos. In fact, all the YouTubers, what they were saying is, when you're going to start a channel, you have 10 you, you figure out what your channel is going to be. Let's say it's going to be comedy reviews, okay? You have 10 videos ready when you first launch your channel. Kind of like when you're launching a website. Yeah, and but you release one a week because all your subscribers expect you to release one video a week to mm -hmm. maintain. So that gives you a 10-week uh, leeway to start making other content so you don't run out yeah you got a 10-week buffer you can drop one every fucking week build your subscribers but the thing is he's wanting to pay us you know so much per episode and 
do. You're not going to get any sponsors that way. You have to build the audience before the sponsors mm-hmm. say, okay, if you have 50,000 subscribers, you might get a sponsor. I get it. So the way he, he's wanting to reach out to all these people and say, Hey, give us money and we'll make this. That's not how YouTube works. So I have to get into a meeting and I have to explain to him, Hey, it's not like TV. It's not like making a movie. <laughs> YouTube works completely differently. And your idea is not feasible with the way you're wanting to pull it off. And I, I don't have the time to dedicate to a YouTube To channel. run through 10 episodes yeah. initially. And then continually make them. Yeah. And drop one every fucking week. I already pull a 60-hour week. Mm. Last thing I Oh, follow, I do too. I, I don't want to fucking, you know, have this fucking YouTube channel project. That I'm in charge of trying to produce. Fuck that. That that takes a lot of prep work anyway. A lot of shit has to be built. I agree. So I have to meet with him. So uh, we got off on that tangent because Honey brought up the Dungeons and Dragons. I know why she's bringing up the Dungeons and Dragons. She's bringing it up because I offered her a part in the pilot episode that we were going to produce. But I just don't think it's going to happen because I don't think he understands the difficulties of working in a YouTube environment. Okay. So, sorry, honey. Even though I had a paying gig lined up for you on a uh, show, it uh, doesn't look like it's going to happen. I just don't see it being feasible. I, it, it would be something that we could totally do if you and I had a lot of free time to do that. Uh-huh, what's that? Yeah, it's like <laughs> these people that do YouTube, that's their job. Yeah. They do that all the time like we do porn. Well, like mm-hmm. I do porn. <laughs> You're a porn hobbyist. I have a day job I that I was not willing I to walk away from because uh, I, I had like, what, 15 years or so at the time we started? I That's why I call you a porn hobbyist. You do it on your off time when you have time to uh, do a film. But I'm, you know, I'm making two to three videos every week. So I'm rocking the content like motherfucker because that's my full-time job. I just, you need to be YouTube full-time. To do yeah, this. no, I agree because I do watch, like how most people watch TV shows, I have my YouTube channels that I watch that, you know, and what I, I come home from work because some of these and you can put tell out it videos takes your like entire every life day. To do this yeah, show. every day or every other day. And I'm always looking for those next videos to come yeah. out. So, yeah. Yeah, you need to release one a week. But anyway, people, we've reached the end of the line. Hopefully, you're as thrilled about the midterms as we were. And uh, fight the Uh power that be. We love you (laughs) guys. I love that song. Peace. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. I have some fun on here. Anyway, I'm going to suck your fucking dick.